Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Good morning and welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We are live here on it might be sunny later here in Seattle. I don't know, Benny. You've done the should weather be. already. Should right? be. Yep. It should be, really? Yeah. 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 Okay. You got okay. the right headphones on over there? Like, what's going on? I'm like, I'm <laughs> cranking your, your cans yeah, up there, so, girl. <laughs> so we have this thing where I'm, I might be going the uh, tiny bit deaf. Oh, oh, really? Okay, someone no. missed with thank the big you, button. Thank there you. There we go. I have to hear my voice at a certain <laughs> level in order for me to not strain my Don't voice. Don't we all like yeah. to hear ourselves? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Benny and I were doing our little... Um, Adjusting thing going Adjusting. on. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, wait a minute. Anyway, good morning, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. As everyone knows, one of the things I get to do, um, which makes me very happy, is I get to interview others that I believe are on the leading edge of thought. Because you know what? You don't want to just hear me. You want to hear other people and the words and the languages and the perceptions that they have because it could be extremely powerful and take you down to that next step, that next beautiful level for yourself. And today we get to interview a wonderful comedian and a lovely author, Kyle Cease. Um, and I think many of you will know him. He's been in like movies, Comedy Central. A f- pretty popular local one that was done down in Tacoma, 10 Things I Hate About You. Oh, and yeah. uh, I've seen yeah. that movie multiple oh, times, so actually. Good. <laughs> Lucky man. Right. So with two number one Comedy Central mm-hmm. specials, to his credit, comedian and transform, transformational speaker, Kyle Cease is a New York Times, USA Today, and Wall Street Journal bestselling author. Okay, that's a mouthful. Mm. That's a lot of bestselling <laughs> authorism going on. Igniting sold-out audiences at his Evolving Out Loud events with his unique blend of comedy and personal evolution. He's been a guest speaker at thousands of colleges, summits, and Fortune 500 conferences, including Agape, International Gate, Relevations, the Sun Valley Wellness Festival. I've been there. Um, Sedona World Wisdom Days and the Longevity Now Conference. And he does kind of, he lives right here in our backyard. He's a local uh, guy. He's a local yeah, guy. Which invite is, him over for barbecues. Oh, and that stuff. would yeah. be fun. I mean, that'd be yeah. amazing. <laughs> and he, of course, he has an event coming up, mm-hmm. and we're going to talk all about that. It's going to be on Tuesday here in the in the Seattle area. So welcome to the show, Kyle. Wow, thank you. I'm I'm so happy to be here. Oh, we're just thrilled you're here. We're just thrilled. Yeah, so, you know, there isn't a lot of people that I get the opportunity to speak to who, you know, have had several very successful careers and who really figured out what what is their true ins- inspiration, their true calling, their true magnificence. And you figured that out. I'm very impressed and thrilled for <laughs> you. And and my, I'm so thrilled that you're sharing all of this because you, you, of course, are encouraging others to do the very, very, very same thing. And your mm. latest book, The Illusion of Money, um, is there to help all of us, well, people not work nine to five jobs that they hate, j- as an example of the way we, you know, don't use wealth. By the way, I don't hate mine. Uh, yeah, I know. Because I'm with you. So. <laughs> You're very cute. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and so it's it's really refreshing and beautiful to have someone who's obviously, you know, comfortable in front of an audience, but who's... Have you studied spirituality your whole life? Because your language about it is beautiful. Well, I'll say that um, I studied it by having to live it. I, I studied it by 
being on my heart's leading edge, and uh, I studied it by listening to silence for two hours a day for four years. Wow. Not breaking it and, and finding insight after insight and discovering basically from that, you know, I, I kind of feel like it's, as corny as it sounds, like we're all like an ocean <laughs> that has so much depth in it. And most of us choose to, because we don't know anything about what's inside, most of us choose to be, you know, water skiing on the top of it. And we don't know that deep in the ocean there are answers to what you are. There are um, powers that you have. They're, they're real. And I mean tangible, legitimate things right. that 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 are there and and when i listen for two hours a day i discover how much i'm not my whatever my reputation my career my money my relationship and and you start to see the insanity that we all think that we're this idea and and who we are is this concept of how much we make or and and we are so down to being a concept of how much we make or or at least um, the illusion of survival via money, that we're sacrificing what we actually are. And, and the analogy that I, I use in the, in the book, um, in, in the first chapter, is imagine if Michael Jordan, at the height of his basketball career, completely forgot who he was. He got amnesia. And <laughs> let's say he didn't see any ads with him in it. He, didn't, he just <laughs> comes to, and he hears from society, you got to get a job, you got to have security in your life. So he gets like a job at like an Applebee's. He becomes like an assistant manager <laughs> at Applebee's. And then you go in there and you're like, oh, my God, Michael Jordan. Like, I'm so honored to see you. Like, what are you doing working here? And he's like, thanks. I keep hearing this a lot. Table for two. And you're like, no, no, you're you're Michael Jordan. Why are you here? And he's, and he's like, yeah, I hear that a lot. I hear everyone has this fantasy for me to do this thing. But I'm realistic and I need to get a job and I need to have security and you're like, dude, you should be doing basketball. You'll be fine. And he starts saying, like, look, this job's going to give me a promotion to real regular manager in three months. <laughs> yes. So I need to stay here. And you're sitting here going, I can see how abundant you'd be if you do the best thing that you are. Right. And so I, that's how I feel with a lot of people. It's like we all have amnesia about what we are, and we throw out – what we are for the illusion of security, like the, just the sentence, well, I got to have this job, even even if you don't want it. If you say, I got to have this job, I'm not saying don't take a job if it doesn't you know, make you happy, but if you're right. saying, I need to have this job for money, even though a lot of us declare money isn't everything, we move as if it is when we take a job we don't like, when we, when we don't go after our hearts because it's too expensive, when we Right. Whatever. And what I realized and really researching this internally and working with thousands of people is ironically chasing money instead of your soul is also the most expensive thing you can do. <laughs> it's, you don't know how much you're losing right. by having the illusion of security. And then right. the other aspect of that is the idea that money makes you secure or free, which really is you saying, I'm not freedom and I'm not security. Right. And just by saying money is my security, what we're really saying is um, my security is outside of me. So that means that if you still get the money and you get billions and millions of dollars, you're still thinking it's outside of you. So you're still going to think, what if someone takes this? What if I lose it? And you're going to always feel insecure. So this book is about how to transform and shift from the uh, illusion of that who you are is this shallow level ideal that's been shoved into us. 
into the true essence of what you are, which is just this moment and, and the space that this moment is in, and actually acclimate your entire mind and nervous system to proving that that's the truth of what you are. Right. And right. Yeah. your magnificence, you know, because everyone. Well, so are you. Right. Everyone is incredibly magnificent. And yeah, most, you know, it's so funny. I wasn't raised to have a job for money. I was raised to have a job for fun. Um, and, and so I forget, even though my clients complain to me all the time when I go, well, just quit your job, you know, or when they get laid off, I go, yay, you know, yeah, uh, right. I'm so excited for them, but I forget. And, and I just love what you're talking about because millions and millions and millions and millions of people are doing what you're helping them to not do. And I think it's extremely valuable and very, very yeah. profound. And I and I believe the way you're doing it, of course, is funny, which is really important for people. Super, super funny, but also very enlightening and sincere and effective. So um, wow. I'm just Thank so happy you. for you. Yeah. So I, I watched part of your documentary. Um, Thank you so much. And it, wow, lovely again. And you talk a little bit about, you know, what got you into comedy um, of course, you're naturally funny. You know, it is one of your gifts, clearly. Um, but it was it was to to have a strong relationship with your mother, you know, because she... Well, had, go ahead. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I would definitely say that I love comedy. There's not... It's not me saying necessarily that I, I didn't want to do comedy. I, I did love it. It was the most fun thing ever. But I do had... I, I do have this element that I had with my mother where... I remember as a, as a little child being funny and, and musical and stuff and her showing me off when I was like two or three or four to other people like, watch her do this. And it was like this fun thing. And I, I created this bond with her. And then at one point, I think from her own belief system and things that she went through in her own personal life, I just remember her shifting to some type of form of security and fear and me trying those uh being funny and saying I'm I'm a comedian and a speaker and all these things and her kind of being like, well, it might not work or, you know, and kind of not laughing as much because she was scared that I was going to go after this. So I did it harder and harder. You know, I did it. I started renting like high school theaters and doing shows at Gothel High when I was in high school. Wow. And, you know, and, and then telling mom the performance and being like, now are you proud of me? And I think, well, <laughs> And, and kind of chasing the thing. So I think that in most of my teens and a lot of my 20s, I would achieve really big things. I'd be like, comedy oh, central special, and, and like I'd get like a late-night TV appearance or whatever, and I'd tell her about it, and she would say something like, you know, and she did the best she could. I'm not knocking her or anything, but she said, well, what's it take? And you'd see me like really want to prove to her that I'm worthy. And mm-hmm. that was kind of tied into my dream career. So I loved my dream career, and it was amazing. And at one point, your your, I believe your purpose, your passion, your ultimate calling can change. Absolutely, like, yeah. You can get more. You know, people are yeah. always trying to figure out what's my purpose in life. There's and many of them. So, There's many, many. As as you step into your magnificence, you just start glowing, and you start downloading your higher self consciousness into your physical form. So you're, you're not limited to what you may produce or experience or enjoy. In fact, it's going to change. It's supposed to, uh, it just might all be connected right. in some beautiful, gorgeous, you know? Well, and isn't that kind of a knock on the universe to say, 
I'm going to egoically find out what my purpose is versus I'm in purpose always. Yeah, I love it. I'm always in purpose. I I have a friend that when she goes into a room, everyone smiles, everyone lights (laughs) up. And then she later will be struggling and she's trying to figure out what her calling is and what her purpose is. I'm like, you don't think that counted? Like, how are you measuring that you're in your purpose? Is it because you're paid? Like, how, you know, like, how are you measuring that? And, and, we are so tricked into thinking that we're not enough right now. Right. And you are enough right now. And right. when you do that work, you start to even realize we're not even chasing money or security. We're chasing, I don't want to feel something that I felt when I was five again. Yeah. <laughs> and no. I think what people don't understand is as you step into your magnificence, you create all the wealth and comfort you desire, you know, because you're in high vibrational energy, so you're going to attract high vibrational right. energy. It's just a part of universal consciousness you know everyone well, go ahead yes please well i'm sorry I, no uh, you're doing i love it keep going yes well one of the things that we bring up in the book that's really interesting is if you up until this call if anyone listening thinks about the subconscious thoughts that you have about money right that i wish you were more you know like you're never enough um you're the root of all evil uh, I'm going to use you to, to get something from someone else, right? These are these are unconscious ways that we treat money, right? Like right. I'm going to, I, I I you're never enough. I need more of you. I'm really mad if you're if you're feeling off or you're a small amount. Now now imagine that you're money on a date with you, and you're you're money on a date with you, and you're just hearing <laughs> you're the root of all evil. I just you're love never your perceptions because they're so right? unique. It's, but so effective. Love it. Keep going. This is great. Well, imagine your money and you're, yeah. you're hearing you're never enough. You're I never I'm so mad at how hard <laughs> it is to get you. Now, imagine if you're on a real date with a real person and they're saying you're never enough. Oh. Immediately you leave. And if you from on that first date really ask, what would I want? I would want the person across from me to love me no matter what I am, to right. to express expand on my greatness to be appreciative of me but not need me to be something different and and how do you do that as a human being and shift your perception that way with money and that's by taking your focus off of the money and onto your connection to yourself i actually believe the highest asset we have is our awareness and our connection to our awareness remember there's there's millionaires that end up going to buddhist monks for help all the right. time all the, re- the time. reverse never happens there's not a bunch of Buddhist monks going to millionaires <laughs> going, how do I get the Lamborghini and I want to be more popular? That's right. because the highest asset we have is our connection to ourselves. But we're chasing a much lower asset. We're chasing money versus the source of where we've made our money. Every dollar you've made comes from you. So yeah, get excited about you, not Creation, the money. which you are of, yeah. right? Yeah, it's energy. It's all energy. Right. Yeah, I love it. Right. I absolutely love it. Yeah, so I, I think that this, this whole beautiful thing about being on a date, because really when you look at money, it's about how you relate to it. So if you're like the way you described it, you know, speaking about it so negatively or thinking about it so negatively, then you're just going to attract problems or issues or, you know, potential like or never feel satisfied like some people don't. You talked a little bit in the documentary about um a friend of yours who had had an incredibly successful year, like made millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. And she came to you and said, okay, what's next? And, and you said something to the effect, well, what about you take a year off and just go sit in nature? And she cried. 
You know, like mm. she she thought, oh, no, I have to go find the next big thing to do, what, whether that's a movie or uh, yeah. a sold out concert for music because, you know, we don't know who she is. Um, yeah. But but you offered her something simplistic, but actually even more powerful than those huge leaps that you described. You know, it's really about right. it's those momentary leaps. It's it's sitting there and resting where that's where all the magic happens. Well, it's it's so so one of the things I talk about a lot and talk about in the book is things that are your vibrational ten, like on a scale of one to ten, the things in your life that expand you. A, a comparison I have to that actually is the Marie Kondo book, the art of magic, art of tidying up. That, mm-hmm. that, oh right, yes. Thing, yeah. There's things in your life that spark joy, right? Like that you can pick up a shirt and and say within two seconds, does this make me happy or, or not? Now. What I find is if you take anything in your life or any person in your life or any career in your life or everything in your life, the things that are in are the things that you can feel in your body, you for sure want, and you don't need to go into your head to justify why you want it. Like, like I have a two-year-old daughter, and you'll never Aww. hear me say, well, she gets good medical insurance. Well, she's her own daughter. <laughs> like, that doesn't, that doesn't happen. She's a 10 period. There's no needing to explain it or prove it. This job, this life that I have is a 10. I don't need to sell myself on why. But we have the second level of us that ignores the things that actually aren't 10s, but it's what society thinks you should do. So you start saying like, okay, I can really push next year. And, you know, this lady that you're talking about had, it was a big achiever. She had, she had millions and millions of dollars. She's like, She's just in this trap of how do I get it bigger next year? Right. So to me, what I felt energetically was this should vibration um, and where she should get something. And, and, and I could feel the strain and the exhaustion. And she was saying, what should I do next? I could do this. And I said, wait, you have money. Right. Why don't you just do nothing? Like, right. What? And, and she just started bawling. And, and you could feel like what we do is we live at a vibration that's lower than the God vibration, the love right. vibration. Right. And, and an example I have that's a really tangible example is if you've ever had plans with somebody and then you hope that they cancel. Yeah. Right? Right. That's yeah. It. That's a sign. That's... Ding, ding, ding. Right. So why do we wait till they cancel and ignore the fact that you hope that they do, which means <laughs> you should just cancel? Right. So there's, a, there's basically a cutoff from our intuition. That moment is what I kind of use as the perfect example. How about how about when you are trying to make a big decision and you ask someone for advice, but you unconsciously ask the person that you know will give you a specific answer? Right. You know, like like should I break up with this person? Okay, who hates this person? Okay, I'll ask this person. <laughs> right. Yeah. You you call all your friends. You create all this drama, tons of gossiping. Instead of just, well, how do you feel about it? You know, what are your authentic feelings about this individual and your experience together? And to me, your ability to follow those feelings without those middlemen of, of like, getting other people and learning to follow them changes the channel of what you are and helps you release your old story that exists in your body. And it moves you into a magical, true God-level consciousness. But what you are is just this moment. But you're run, it's run through the filter of an old blueprint of trauma and childhood pain and all that stuff. So a lot of times one of the reasons we're chasing things and we want the right relationship is a bizarre subconscious fear of the opposite. 
Right. A lot of times when you're saying, I really want money, your body's actually screaming, I'm horrified to be broke. Right. So you're actually yelling chaos to the world. To life. <laughs> and what we have to do is instead connect to the thing that you actually are that's deeper than this kind of vest of subconscious fears. And let then you'll end up crying that out. <laughs> then you'll be guided through the moment and you'll make these decisions that are intuitive leaps that continually release yesterday's story. And you move into this really powerful place and you weirdly money chases you so fast. So fast. And not only that, but you won't spend it on a bunch of addictive things because right. you're so connected to the moment. I mean, an addiction gets you into the moment, and you only would need an addiction if you're in your head the whole time. So the more you're in your connection to source and yourself and your leap, the more you don't need to spend your money on addiction. So then you end up with this crazy influx of money, and then you can donate it, and you can spend it on your creativity. And you weirdly, I find this is going to be totally a controversial statement. But there's uh, a maybe not. I can't wait. Go yeah. ahead. Well, there's a level where you don't have to save it up for later all the time. I agree. Like, I, I so You know, agree. like like this thing that, imagine if you went to Cheesecake Factory and thought, I need to eat enough food now <laughs> to have in stored in my Social Security fat. And for when I'm 65, when I, yeah. When I'm 65, I'll stop eating altogether. Right. And then and then burn my Social Security fat. <laughs> right. Like, you're, you're going to... It's not how it works. And there's no, no box that, that catches enough rabbits that day for the next 30 years. It's not natural to store for later. So when you start to live in your moment, instead of you changing your bank account's value, you change your value. And that's different. Your value in my book is measured by how connected you are to the moment. Yeah, and how happy and, you are, you know, authentically happy. Yeah. happy real, real, real happiness. And, yeah. and and I love also what you talk about, because I agree. I mean, wh why are we going to retire for doing stuff that's fun and interesting? And it doesn't mean we have to work, you know, totally right. Crazy. Uh, that I mean, I don't think anyone should work crazy anyway, no matter what age you are. But I, I'm hoping I work until at least in my mid 80s. I, I love what I do. I hope that I, I hope I, you know, who knows? I don't know. I could die tomorrow. Well, it's, gosh knows. It's but. interesting you say that because the people that love what they do, many of them died doing while doing it. Like I mean, oh, George, sounds great. George Burns was doing stand up at 100 years old. You know, Wayne Dyer. Right. On his way to another performance. Like, right. You, yeah. When you're in love with what you do, the idea of retiring sounds it's, it and sounds insane to me. I'm like, yeah. it sounds it sounds sad. Like, why would I ever consider doing that? Why? I, right. And, and and everybody really, I mean, we're living so long these days, thank goodness, anyway, because we're starting to change our perception about life and death and longevity and, and what that all means, that people are going to need second or third jobs unless they just want to stay home and watch TV. I mean, they're going to be bored. They, so it would be great if, let's say, if they are going to retire and they're not going to find joy, um, <laughs> they're still going to have to figure something out and have fun at it, whatever it is, you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's why this book kind of looks at the idea of what would happen if instead of throwing out your passion, your soul, your excitement for the illusion of security, if we threw the illusion of security out for your soul. And 
There's going to yeah. be risk and it's going to be right. scary, but then you're going to grow and get deeper connected to yourself. And that's, and sometimes your soul will often have way bigger money coming in. And, oh, and, and I what would I've, say that's very, very true. Yes. Yeah. Well, think about if you actually access the highest level of what you are, there'd be like 15 of us on the planet that are doing that. And then you become a space of permission for people that are leaping. You'll be yeah. able to be help for people when their old life story is falling apart. You'll Everything is going to be fine because eventually when money... At one point, imagine if all of our bank accounts were wiped out right now. Right, didn't even there, exist, there, right? Yeah, there'd be some people who'd be fine with that because their connection to themselves is their value. Right. But if you really think who you are as a bank account, you can struggle. Like if Tina Turner had her wife's bank account wiped out tomorrow, she could go on tour in a month and <laughs> refill it. Right. But there's some, that's your value. Right. There's some people that have the same amount of money as Tina, but they might have inherited it or won the lottery and not developed a connection to themselves. So if that went away, they go away. And yeah. so that's kind of what this book is about, is raising your value. That, so that you learn more about you, you change you, you understand that nothing outside of you completes you. And if you, and, look, oh, I'm so sorry to interrupt you, no, Kyle, no, but I'm, I'm just going to start talking about your beautiful talk, which is Tuesday. So if you want to hear more from Kyle and meet him in person and get a free copy of Kyle's new book, The Illusion of Money, um, then you can go ahead and it's Tuesday, September 3rd, 7.30 to 9.30, The Illusions of Money with Kyle Cease. Located at the Seattle First Baptist Church, you can go to eastwestbookshop.com. But he also has a meet and greet between 6.30 and 7. And then he has um, a book signing event happening after the talk um, as well. So um, I'm going to go. I can't wait. And um, thank you so much for coming on this show and sharing your pearls of wisdom and sharing your, thank you. your, your beautiful alignment with the world. I'm so happy for you. And I'll, I'll offer everyone coming, like, Really, if there's a part of you that has a 1% part of you, like, maybe we should do this. Like, we usually go to our habits and then don't do it and watch Netflix. I want to dare you listening <laughs> actually do this because, remember, it was it's a combination of stand-up comedy, heart-opening stuff. It will pay for itself over and over and over Absolutely. again. Absolutely. I would love to meet you if you're feeling like you're struggling lately. It could be the opening of something totally new. So come Aww. and make a step forward and do something You're awesome. so sweet. I just love that. Okay, well, thank you. Have a gorgeous thank day you. in the Northwest, and I'll see you Tuesday night. I can't wait to meet you. It's Me too. It's so awesome to be with you. Be lovely, you. Kyle. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful day. All right, you too. All right, bye-bye. Yes, of course. And thank you, everyone, for listening to the show thus far. We're going to take a little break, and we'll be right back on the Marie Menu Cherry Show. <laughs> Communicating with our loved ones living on the other side is a normal process that we were all meant to do. The other side vibrates on a high energetic vibration as do all the beings, including your spirit guides, living on the other side. Join Marie for a two-day workshop, November 9th and 10th, as you learn the necessary tools to increase your energetic vibration, allowing you to hear, see, and feel those living in the spirit world. 
Go to energyintuitive.com for more information about the workshop. Three, two, one. Oh no. Which button am I? Oh. When every second counts, you can't wing it. Uh, guys, a little help up here? In a home fire, you may have less than two minutes to get out. So make a family home fire escape plan. Then practice home fire drills at least twice a year so everyone knows what to do when they hear. Prepare your family at ready.gov slash fire drill. Brought to you by FEMA, the Ag Council, and Make Safe Happen. Join Marie in her new two-part online course, The Art of Automatic Writing, September 11th and 18th. In this course, you will learn about this powerful and meditative practice that rejuvenates, inspires, and allows an increase in one's awareness and a better understanding of how the universe communicates. A recording of the class is included in registration. Go to energyintuitive.com for more information. That's energyintuitive.com. Do you make a positive difference in the world? Do you have a talent, philosophy, base of knowledge, product or service that you know could help a lot of people if only you could reach them? Join Alternative Talk 1150's family of broadcasters and start walking down a fruitful path. As host of your very own program, dial 425-653-1150 and find out just how affordable it can be to have a show on 1150 AM. That's 425-653-1150. Alternative Talk, we have an opportunity waiting just for you. October is Marie's favorite time of year to teach Reiki. This fall may seem far away, but this magical and transformative course fills up fast. Each year, Marie joyfully shares the origins of her energy medicine work. Marie has been blessed with helping thousands heal, physically, mentally, and spiritually, for nearly two decades with the energy healing modality of Reiki, a Japanese form of vibrational healing. Its origins are ancient, but its power is compassionate and all-knowing. Join Marie October 25th through 27th for this two-and-a-half-day transformative workshop in Redmond, Washington, and meet like-minded individuals while learning the art of vibrational healing. For more information, go to energyintuitive.com. Talk radio with a purpose. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Marie Menu Cherry Show. Thanks for all the music, Vinny. I yep. love it. You know, so when you think of that song, Higher Love, it's really about your higher vibration. Let it roll on down into your being because it already exists. So who are we? We're talking to people. Yes, we are. Our we phone are. lines are full. The, thank you. Yep, thank you. Yep. Thank you for waiting, too, while we yep. did the interview. So who do we have? Yeah, we'll start things out uh, with uh, Pavel. 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 Okay. Pavel. From Maryland. Hi, Pavel. Hello. 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 Uh-huh. All right, we're going to check back with Pavel. Okay, great. We'll go to Elizabeth from Orange County. Hi, Elizabeth. Hi, good morning. Good morning, Elizabeth. How are you? Doing well. How are you? I'm lovely, thank you. Is this your first time calling in? No, I actually called in a few months ago. How did it go, and was it helpful? It actually was, because I called in when I was in a really bad place. Oh, I'm sorry. And... um I think you shed some light on things that maybe I necessarily didn't want to hear. Yeah, that's kind of always the case. I'm kind of direct, you know. I'm not from New York, but I feel New Yorkers. I get them. But go ahead. Um, And so because of that, and I I ended up, I broke up, um, you know, with a boyfriend at that time. Mm -hmm. And 
um, really started to focus on like what makes me happy and improving my health. And um, as of recently, I've been able to advance my career. Um, oh, so congratulations. All, like, thank you. Um, and I just kind of wanted to ask you, um, are there any messages or any signs um, maybe that I'm missing? Um, about like, re- about love or just in general? <laughs> um, about love. Actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, here's what I think. And and I don't think you had a terrible childhood, by the way. Is that true? It wasn't terrible, right? No, it wasn't. Yeah. But I, I feel like you have, when it comes to love, and I don't mean just romantically, but letting people close. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. I think you have a little bit of what, and this, this phrase is kind of strong, but a little bit of PTSD. I think that okay. you've had moments in your life where you've been betrayed uh, and maybe it wasn't like a horrible, like, I don't see like horrible things, but for you, it was heartbreaking for mm-hmm. you, for you. It made it so that you couldn't trust very well. And I think you yeah. keep kind of vibrating when you get close to someone or maybe because of the vibration, you are attracted to people who aren't the best for you. It's mm-hmm. like you keep going back into this place of trauma. Uh, mm-hmm. Does this make sense? What I'm talking about? I think so. I mean, I was bullied. Um, like pretty severely in like middle school where I cried almost like every single day. I'm so sorry. I mean, that's a huge betrayal, but not just by the people who are mean, but teachers, administrators, parents. Oh yeah. It's like, Mm -hmm. who is allowing, you know, I used to pull my, uh, the, the minivan over to the side of the road after junior high when I'm picking up all the kids. And I would say, Mm -hmm. okay, no one is allowed to ever use these words at school and you're never allowed to talk to any. And I had to remind them daily Because junior high just was, you know, and I now, I think throughout the country, it's mostly middle school, but junior high was just like the cesspool of crazy meanness, you know, and Mm -hmm. some people are super sensitive like you are and and you're like an easy target because you're not going to stand up and go. I'll cry about it. I'll cry about my emotions on my sleeve. Right. Right. People will know if I'm upset about something. So what I do you have these thoughts of that time period do they kind of flash into your memory or in your your awareness now you did yes so what's happening and that's why I'm calling it PTSD I didn't know what it was I'm like her childhood wasn't bad it wasn't that bad but here it was middle school years you know um and so so what I want you to do is when you notice those flashes of those moments what's happening is you're retelling yourself that you're not worthy or good enough or nobody's going to love you or some sort of combination of these kind of things. I want you to catch those moments. You've got to, this this is called, this is kind of based on cognitive therapy. I want you to catch those moments and I want you to first go, honey, I'm so sorry that happened to you. I love you so much. I want you to nurture yourself, right? Mm -hmm. And then I want you to say something that's actually true, and and powerful because even when kids are mean to other kids, that doesn't mean that anything that they're saying is true or valuable. It's not. Yeah. It's all mm-hmm. a lie. I want you to yeah. re- remind yourself about the people who really do love you and who take excellent care of you. I want you to, because mm-hmm. I think this will, what will happen is that old PTSD will start to really, really fade and it won't be like, like this consistent wave of vibration into your system. Mm-hmm. And, and then and then you're going to start to attract people who can adore you, which is what you want. And, of course, that you would equally adore. Okay? Yeah, exactly. That's wow. your homework assignment. <laughs> wow, you really you really hit that on the head. <laughs> well, thank you. I'm so happy that I was able to. Yay. Yes, 
Thank okay. you so much. Yeah, keep us posted. Have a beautiful Thank day. You. Alrighty. Bye-bye. Thanks, Elizabeth. Appreciate the call. And uh, that leaves the line open, 877-825-8828 for the Marie Mania Chiri Show. We'll travel back to Maryland. Uh, we have Pavel now. Yes, Pavel? Yep. Can you Yay! hear me? Hi, Pavel. Right. How Thanks. are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Okay, Talk good. What, yeah, what can I do for you? I just want to get your uh, thoughts on the flow of energy, Marie. Just want an overall <laughs> perspective of what... I don't have anything in particular. I just okay. really want to know what you're uh, feeling. What well, the first thing I feel, Pavel, when I like heard your voice is I just want to take a nap. And and I, I you run your energy really high, but kind of from this phonetic, stressed out high. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. So <laughs> even when you said, mm-hmm, I can feel this. Um, so do you rest? Do you relax? Do you meditate? Do you go on long walks? I try to definitely. Oh, you do. Okay, so when was the last time you did that? Any- um, not walks, but I do try to do uh, journaling before bed. Oh, good. Focusing on the moment, the present moment at times, but not good. for a long extended period. Right. It's it's kind of if your energy is really really fast, it has this really quickening going on it, um, and and there's nothing really wrong with that, but I think it's kind of wearing you out because you have this very gorgeous, strong psychic ability did you know that no yeah so when your energy when your nervous system is super activated like yours is unnecessarily because i don't think you're an, a firefighter or an er physician are you any of those things i'm not no okay great <laughs> because <laughs> because you know the fight or flight response would be triggered often in certain professions because you have mm-hmm. to respond right you have to right. react very very quickly um, but I don't see those professions for you. So you're having an unnecessary firing, overfiring of this beautiful, adorable central nervous system. And so it's happening because it's it's so, so quick. And intuition can be very fast in itself, but it's actually a very calm, pleasant force. So we've got to get your central nervous system calmed down. If I wasn't on the air, I would lay hands on your drawings and start toning. I actually tone when I do energy work, but I never do it on the radio because it's so loud. And I think it would just kind of freak people out. So um, here's what I want you to do. Uh, I would, and I think I mentioned something like this uh, last week. I'm not sure. I want you when you're going to sleep at night or first, I want you to do this first thing in the morning. I take it back first thing in the morning before you get out of bed. I want you to visualize that your toes are breathing. I want you to first start with your big toe, go all the way down through all five toes, and just imagine. Because do you agree you have a really good visualization? Yes. Yeah, because you are a clairvoyant. You have really cool, fabulous psychic abilities. But because your your nervous system is going so fast, you can't really connect with it. Your consciousness can't connect with this natural gift that you have. It's really spectacular. So I want you to... Spend like 10 minutes in bed before you get out of out of bed, laying there, imagining all your toes breathing. But start with one toe at a time. And then when you get through all five toes, then just imagine all five are inhaling and exhaling. I think this is going to ground you. I would love for it to be at least 10 minutes. And then it's going to okay. start your whole day because that's what you kind of need is something in the, in the first thing in the morning that gets you in alignment because you are so fast before you get out of bed. You might be looking at your phone, reading CNN. I don't know, but you're, you're triggering your central nervous system too quickly. Uh, does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And that's great. Cause that was my follow up is 
what are some of the things that I could do to slow it down? Because I definitely agree with you. Yeah. And I'm maybe going at 200 miles per hour. 200. Yeah, exactly. And and I love that you can do it, but why? It's it's burning right. you out. And then you don't get to... You, you don't get to have that authentic space of being with yourself and really that lovely self-discovery, which clearly you want your journaling at night before you go to bed, right? So clearly, you know, there's you, you like you go, I know there's something more inside of me and you're working on having it to expand into your um, awakened state and it will. But let's start by calming down your energy first thing in the morning. Okay. Okay. Great. All right. Thank, thank you. you. Have a great thank day. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Yeah. Thanks very much, Pavel, for joining us. 877-825-8828 is the number for the shoe. And we'll take uh, Mary now calling in from Bothell. So, I mean, oh, we're great. It's the center of the universe, practically. <laughs> it is. Hi, Mary. How are you? Good. Thank you so much for taking my call. Of course. Have we chatted before? I, I have called in before and the, it. It's always been helpful. Oh, good. And so, so glad. I really appreciate it. Of course. What Today I'm calling about my grandbaby. Okay. How old? She's 18 months. Oh, wow. And she's had lots of ear infections and fevers and mm-hmm. rounds of antibiotics. Yeah. And the doctor wants to put tubes in her ears, and I'm grateful. I have no, it's not that I'm opposed to that. But my question to you is Is there maybe a root cause of the infection? Mm-hmm. Does mm-hmm. she have an allergy or sensitivity? Yeah. I don't want to just put a, and it's not my choice. I, right. I mean, I've asked right. my kids right. if it's all right if I, if I you text ask, them quickly she, before the program said, can I, do you mind if I do this? And they were, <laughs> they, they approved. Good, good. But um, she needs a natural path. She needs a natural path because she does have sensitivities and allergies. The, Could you say that again? She needs to go see a natural path. Okay. Yeah. And I'll, I'll, we can recommend one for you, actually. Um, if you just write into my website or, MarieManuCherry at gmail.com. Um, but you can go through the website and put in a little note. And then we'll send you um, a couple recommendations. Is it, is it like for across the country? Because she doesn't live here. Oh, where does she live? Houston. Oh, yeah. I don't even know if naturopaths are licensed in, in Texas, off, uh, unfortunately. Because um, I just kind of feel like the tubes are great. That'll right, be helpful. But I right. just wonder, does she have a dairy sensitivity? Well, usually, see, you're so smart. The, the main things that most young children are allergic to is dairy and wheat. So those are the two main things. And then, you know, sugar. But I'm sure she's not eating that much sugar at her no. age. So if their parents could make sure that she's avoiding dairy and wheat, probably everything's going to clear up. And so you don't see that she would need the tubes necessarily. Well, I mean... I don't know how bad things have have progressed, mm-hmm. right? Because we don't want to have her have her have any hearing loss, right? That's why it's so nice to go see a holistic practitioner who's also educated in medicine. And there, and I again, maybe Texas, maybe their natural paths are licensed. This is something I want your daughter to look at. Okay, and and, and maybe she even has a, a physician in the area who has a natural path who works in their office or a nurse practitioner who's studied holistic medicine. You know, there there's all kinds of ways that people can get around it if, for some reason, it's not because not every state um, allows um, naturopaths to be licensed. Um, so, so I don't. I I personally think that she's not going to need them, but it just depends on how quickly they act and yeah. are they able to do it right. So, and I agree with you. There's nothing wrong with the tubes, right? But regardless, uh, I would take away the dairy number one. Very good, Grandma, and <laughs> and then the wheat. I would take away both of those. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay. Okay. Well, thank you very much. You're I welcome. really appreciate it. You're welcome. Have a beautiful day. And she's okay. a lovely baby, by the way. She's precious, <laughs> precious. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks, Mary, for joining us. 877-825-8828 for the Marie Manucherry Show. And we'll take, uh, looks like Marie's calling in from Santa Fe, New Mexico. Hey, Marie. Hi, Marie. There's a Marie. Hello. Oh, Maurice. Hi, Maurice. Yeah, How are yeah, you? Yeah. I'm very well, thank you. Thank you for taking my call. Great. What can I do for you? Well, I moved. I sold my house. I put everything in storage, and I moved to Santa Fe, where I wanted to be for 20 years now, because I used to live here, and then I moved away, and then now I'm coming back, but I'm in a different place. Yeah, because you're kind of bored in Santa Fe. I'm very bored, yes. Yeah, I mean, I... <laughs> I've visited the area once. I thought it was lovely, but I would be bored out of my mind living there. It's just too small. It's just too small. There's just not enough going on. Okay, so what's your question? And I'm not sure I did the right thing. So now I'm having second thought, and I'm not sure it's because I miss my family tremendously. I used no, to live in Minnesota. I, I think you did the right thing. I Leave. <laughs> yeah, just go, go back to wherever you want. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't stay. Oh, so- Okay, I wouldn't say, yeah, that's what I was thinking, because also I don't feel the energy is good no, for me anymore. I don't either. It doesn't feel good to me either. Sorry, Santa Fe, you know, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it just doesn't have that high frequency right? or vibration. Yeah, exactly. so. Exactly. Oh, yeah. You You're welcome. So, You're do, you think, do you think it's a good idea for me to go back to Minnesota, or should I go back? I am also love the... Um, the, co- the coast, the Oregon coast. Yeah, the Northwest is really, really good for you. Um, but you miss your family. You want to hang out with them. You know what I mean? Yes. You know what? I keep seeing this picture. One of the things I love, my oldest lives five minutes from me. We meet all the time at the park. We go on walks. I go out, we go out to dinner together. Her husband, the baby, my son-in-law, the baby, me. And, and it's just spontaneous. She'll just call me and go, hey, we're at the park. I go, great. I'll see you in 15 minutes. And I take my dog and we go play. And then, hey, do you want to go out to dinner? Sure. And then we go out to, it's just so fun. It's just so fun. So I think you should go to Minnesota, hang out with your family, but then have lovely vacations on the coast. Okay. That sounds good because right now I'm very, uh, you know, like uh, anxious about money and what yeah, do I do? Don't and... worry about money. It, remember, I when know. you worry about anything, you attract the negativity. True of whatever you're putting the energy towards in a negative way. You just, I just, here's one of my favorite prayers. I'll recite it to you. Uh, You can find it in the book of abundance by John Randolph Price. He's one of my favorite spiritualists. I do believe he is on the other side right now. So, and I like the G word. In other words, I like the word God. So bear with me for those of you who don't, you can replace it with goddesses, universe, whatever you want to use. But the spirit of God within me is the source of my supply. My Christ self only knows lavish abundance. This knowingness is constantly at work in my life and all of my affairs. My spirit now appears as my all-sufficiency. So that's going to be on the podcast. You'll be able to listen to it again. Or you can just order John Randolph's Price book about abundance. Okay? Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you for having your guest before. Wasn't he lovely? Yes, yeah, he's, he's so he's great. Wonderful. He's so great. All right, have a beautiful day. Thanks very much, Marie's, for calling in, 877-825-8828. And uh got about 10 minutes left in the show. we got time for a couple more calls, so we'll take Amanda now calling in from uh, Ohio. Hey, Amanda. Great. Hi. Hi, Amanda. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. I, I called in once before, 
Okay. And I was super nervous then. I'm nervous now, <laughs> but I feel a little better because it was such a great experience. Oh, good. You. I'm so but glad. But I want to start by saying I'm so sorry. I felt so bad that I didn't say hi to Benny. Oh, <laughs> hi. Hi, Benny. You. I love yeah. listening to you guys. You you two together are absolutely Oh, thanks. Thank we you. appreciate it. High five there, Marie. Yeah, high yeah, five. High five. Your arms are long. Great job. Awesome. <laughs> They're not. We have so much space in between us. There's no way. I'd have to stand up and lean across. But yeah, Benny and I, you know, um, we, we do have good synergy together. And we both love radio. So we get to bring all that love together and sprinkle it with all of you. So, yeah, it really comes across. Well, thank you. What can I do for you, Amanda? So um, my hair's falling out. Interesting. You want to know something? So I drew out your energy and I started to draw out how it was flowing and I kept staring at your crown chakra and I usually Mm -hmm. would draw arrows, arrows moving into the crown chakra, meaning someone's absorbing energy, arrows leaving the crown chakra, meaning people are leaking energy from that particular chakra. And I kept staring at your crown, which governs your hair, by the way. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I couldn't draw any arrows. I'm like, what's going on with that crown chakra? Wow. So have you had your thyroid checked? I haven't recently. I did have thyroid problems when I was like pre-pubet, like 12 and 13, uh-huh. but it's never been problematic since about 14 or so. I'm 39 now, so but I haven't had a check recently. So here, and when you get it checked, do you get it checked by an MD or an ND? An MD. Yeah, so that doesn't really count. I would, okay. no, seriously, it just doesn't. Mm. The thyroid is so complicated. I mean, so yeah. complicated that you you need to have someone who understands nutrition and absorption. And I'm not saying that physicians don't understand it from a basic level. They do, but they don't really get the immune system. Mm -hmm. And and they wait to treat things until they're really problematic or naturopaths treat things when, when they're before they become problematic, right? That's Mm -hmm. when they start to just have a slight slide. I am going to make a recommendation and I am not a naturopath or a nutritionist. (sighs) So you need to keep that in mind, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Have you ever heard of bladder rack before? I have. Yeah, it's a great herb. It's great for the thyroid as long as you don't have a shellfish allergy because it no, grows near the ocean, so it's going to have some iodine in it. But I think that would be great for you. And feed your adrenals. Okay. You tend to run in that kind of fight or flight place. But mm-hmm. so interesting, we were talking about your hair, but I went straight to your thyroid, right? Yeah. Um, and, and your thyroid also didn't have any energy moving in and out. But here's the energetic reason. So those are things you can do on the physical level. But everything mm-hmm. happens energetically first. And to re- resolve something, you have to change the energy. That's just how it works in the universe, whether it's your money or your thyroid. Everything happens energetically, first and foremost. You need to speak your truth more. And this is not about being dishonest. I don't see that about you at all. In fact, you're too honest, which I, I'm too honest, too. If I, if I, once I speak, sometimes I'm, I keep too quiet. But once mm-hmm. I speak, you know, I can be too honest. So, but there's nothing wrong with that. But your truth is about what you believe in. You know, what inspires you, what creates wisdom for your own self. And you don't really express this enough in your life. And that's what's going to help your thyroid the most. And ultimately okay. your hair. And that's my, about my hair, too. That's because Oh, it's exactly all related. Me to do the last I did. For a different problem. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, so, I've been working on it, but I clearly haven't done quite enough. Yeah, I'm glad you're working on it. And I would just even start journaling. Okay. Yeah. And then, yeah, I've, I've always avoided journaling. It's something that's always irritated me, I guess. You probably but, have, yes, a ter- I don't do it. You probably have a tremendous amount of wisdom that's going to come through the journaling, and that's why it's annoying you. A lot of the things that annoy us from our logical mind are because they're going to unlock some of our magnificence because we're mostly afraid 
of our magnificence. We're not afraid of some hair falling out or blah, blah, blah. I mean, we want it to stop, but it's not something that makes us go screaming through the room, from the room. Really, it's the evolution and the expansion and the identification of our, ah, that's what scares the crap out of us. I think, huh. I, I, think I can say that word on the radio because I did. Okay. <laughs> Okay. No, that's fantastic. Thank you so You're much. You're welcome. Have a great day. Thanks very much, Amanda, for joining us. And uh, we'll take, I think, one more. I'll sneak one more. In. Okay. Uh, wow, Jen, Benny. Jen You're being Kirkland. brave. Wow, you know, yeah. Jen from Kirkland. Hello. Hi, Jen. Hi. Hi. Um, my question, I know you're, we're running out of time. Yes. But, um, so I have a tendency when I am around people either to be very introverted in my shell and mm-hmm. very self-conscious. Or, and then very, like, sometimes I, I mean, I do have people skills, so I can be comfortable, yeah. but yeah. Um, I find that, like, a lot of times my energy is just so just tanks. withdrawn. Yeah, just, just tanks. You could help me with that. Yes, what a great question. Thank you for asking. I think that takes courage in itself. It's all about your second chakra. You have a lot of repressed shame in your whole pelvic cavity. So that means it's around your hips, it's around the iliac crest, which is this area close to your back. It's in reproductive organs. It's partially in your bladder. It's in your appendix. Now, shame, does it, it doesn't mean that anything shameful happened necessarily. It means that probably you were shamed when you were younger. You know, so sometimes parents not, not, not planning on it, not meaning to, but inadvertently they shame their children. Or like one of the things that young girls experience is, is when they start to blossom into women, sometimes their family members shave, shame them. Like, oh my gosh, you have breasts. Or, oh, is that your period? Or, you know, they'll make funny comments or something off the cuff, but it's actually embarrassing. So you got shamed at some level. Does this make any sense to you? Yeah, it does. And mm-hmm. I've always been self-conscious ever since I was a kid. Yeah. Um, you know, even though I really like connecting with people and everything. You do. Um, yeah. But your family's kind of, when I look at your, your family of origin, they're kind of sarcastic. You know, they're funny, but they're kind of sarcastic humor, which is mean, by the way. I don't care what anyone says. Sarcasm is mean. And, and so I think that that's kind of how they connect, not how you connect, but how they connect. And so, yeah, you, you got shamed. So here's what I want you to do. And, and a lot of people repress shame in their pelvic cavity. When you're out and about with other people, I want you to rest. And I know that sounds weird. To me, it sounds very simple, but everyone has told me or lots of people tell me they don't know what that means. I want you to imagine that your energy, your consciousness, your awareness is resting inside your body in between your hips. I want you to take ownership, move into that real estate of your physical form in some way, shape or form, even if you're just creatively visualizing it or creatively imagining it, because those two tools are powerful beyond measure. Rest there. And when you're out and about and you start to feel that shyness, just start talking to yourself with your energy in your pelvis. Honey, everything's fine. You're doing great. You're safe. You're lovely. Just start talking to yourself very positively in your mind while you rest in your pelvis and it will all go away. Okay? Okay. Thanks. Okay. And I'll keep me that. posted. I want to know how it goes. Okay. I will. All thank right. You, you're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the show and calling in. And thank you so much, Kyle Cease, for taking this time to um i know he's very very busy he was in between interviews when we caught him today he's going to be um 
go to East West Bookshop because he's going to be at uh, a facility. It's a, it's a church in, in Seattle, by the way. Sorry about that. Um, but if you go to East West Bookshop, you can get your tickets. Get a book. Have them sign it. The illusion of money. The illusion of money. Have a beautiful day, everyone. Bye-bye for now.